Welcome and thanks for tuning in. While you listen to this podcast and think about the topics that we'll explore, remember, the areas you're moving into are always most important. Plan well and move to protect others and yourself. That's how you deliver flawless service and move America safely. So enjoy life and enjoy this podcast. Since Roman is temporarily away from his duties here at Rail, we saved the following interview with Tim Norland, the Vice President of Recruiting here at Rail. And that interview happened a few weeks ago. Roman will be back soon, and we will be recording some new and exciting episodes. Thanks for listening, and make 2022 a wonderful year. Welcome to another episode of Keeping It Real. I'm Michael. And I'm Roman. Hey, Mike. Uh, good afternoon there, Roman. Good morning, My Mike. dear sir. Yeah, it's not dear sir today. Remember, you and I are going to go down later, right? I don't think it's going to happen. You're yeah. crippled. I don't think it's going to happen, yeah. <laughs> so, um, I don't know. Did you have a good day today so far? Uh, it's been a long one. It's I, my first day back, so it's been kind of long. I think we should end your first day back and end my last day here on a great note. we got a superb person here sitting here looking at us right now right it's kind of intimidating i know i don't think he's intimidating at all uh, no i did sanitize before i came out here <laughs> I, did, I did too <laughs> there's a backstory to that we'll get to that later all right so, thanks mike absolutely <laughs> so, i knew i weren't gonna let that go tim norland how you doing i'm doing well i was in dc for uh the commercial vehicle training alliance conference their fall conference. What, what, what do you guys that do? That is a mouthful. Yeah, what do you do? What is that? <laughs> yeah. So the CVTA is an alliance of truck driving schools and carriers, and their primary focus is to um, promote truck driving and the basic skills needed to be a truck driver. In other words, kind of establishing core curriculum um, and requirements. Okay to make sure that they're, uh, that schools, quote unquote, are, are meeting basic guidelines to really set someone on, on a, a, a okay. good career path. And then that sets the tone for any entity that wants to train, and they gotta follow that? Cor- correct, okay. correct. So CVTA has been around for a long time. It was started by a group of uh, CDL driving schools and eventually they uh, invited carriers in and then uh, carriers with schools in uh, and training programs. So Rail Transport's been a member for many, many years. And uh, yeah, so it's a great it's a great way for carriers and schools to get together, for the carriers to share with the schools what we're seeing, what we need them to really focus on okay. during the training aspect. And of course, CVTA is a, is a big proponent for the new entry-level driver training skill standards that come out February of 2022. Right. I didn't see a lot of different from what we were teaching here at rail. I didn't see a lot of change for what we were we been. It seems pretty much standard. We're there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Really. Other than some record keeping requirements, we're, we're above 
way above the basic ELDTs. Right. So good yeah, thing. that says that says great things about our program. You know what we forgot to do, Mike? What's that? Say who he is. We, you we, did. You yeah, forgot. We to, forgot yeah. all that. But you see, we shouldn't have to because everybody knows Tim. Tim. Nobody knows me. You got to remember, these are public <laughs> facing, so nobody knows who I am outside well, of rail transport. Well, who are you, Tim? Tell us what you do here at Rail, if you don't mind. So sure, yeah. Uh, I'm Tim Norland. I uh, lead our driver recruitment team here at Rail Transport. Okay. Been with the company um, about four and a half years. Four and a half. But I've been doing this uh, this work for many, many, many years, and we'll just leave it at that, Roman. But you're so young. I'm probably younger than you. <laughs> so, of course, most people are younger than you. Probably. So. Yeah, not as good looking, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, uh, recruiting. I mean, what do you yeah. do? You just go out and recruit people? They come to you? I mean, there's got to be a, a science to it. So let me let me tell you a story yeah. how I got into recruiting. I got all you. the time in the world for you, Tim. So um, many, many years ago, I was in operations for a large truckload carrier, um, and I ran a, a terminal for that carrier, and I was trying to build up uh, my driver base, my regional fleet, et cetera, and I worked closely with the head of recruiting for that carrier. And like a lot of ops folks, I said, well, just get me more drivers. You know, hang, mm -hmm. hang up the help wanted sign and get me more drivers. What's so hard about doing that? And I, I pushed, and, and uh, this person challenged me and said, well, if you think it's so easy, why don't you help us do it? So uh, I started to help them do it and realized that, gee, recruiting's a little harder than just hanging up a help wanted sign. And uh, I found that I had a knack for it. Uh, it's a sales mentality, okay. you know, you're, you're helping folks make career decisions and hopefully steering them down the right path. And uh, lo and behold, I, I jumped from operations and sales into the recruiting side of uh, truckload operations and I've been there ever since. Wow. How long have you been doing this position you're in right now? I have been uh, leading recruiting for carriers since the late 90s. Holy smokes. Wow. Yeah, so a few years. How do you, what's the, we were talking about this earlier today, Mike. How, how, did, how do you, I mean, what, recruiting, so... Do you send people out to like business fairs or job fairs or I mean, how do you, what do you mean by recruiting? Like, you I mean you go out there and you find people or you let them find you, you advertise? What's, what's the, what's, what, what, what do you do? What do you like? Really what it's all about is, is getting our brand, the, the rail brand out there and noticed by professional drivers and okay. for those that are interested in a career in trucking because we have different channels, how drivers can come to us either through our Get Your CDL program, which you okay. guys spend a lot of time in, or a recent driving school graduate from another driving school out there, or experienced drivers. And, uh, you know, I cut my teeth really focused on the experienced drivers. And, and one thing that I noticed uh, early on in my career is there were a lot of recruiters saying a lot of things that, uh, that really were um, over-promising to drivers. And recruiters got a bad a bad reputation for that, especially with a couple of uh, larger carriers. Okay. Uh, it was about getting butts in seats and talking, talking these drivers to come into orientation and then only for the driver to get there and find out that what the recruiter said and what the actuality was were two totally separate things. So okay. one thing I have focused on and I brought it here to rail with me is integrity in our recruiting process. 
and that is why we have, and you guys are familiar with it, our integrity checklist, right? right? Yes. We put everything in writing. Our recruiter shares that with the driver during the recruiting uh, process. They initial that they talk to the driver about home time, equipment, cents per mile, you know, the compensation, where they're going to be running, all that stuff. And then when the driver gets to orientation, they're presented that form again and said, hey, you and your recruiter talked about this. We want you to read through all this. Put your initials next to your recruiter's initials so we make sure that we all have a good understanding. And if you don't remember it, let's stop right there and let's have that conversation because wow. we don't want you doing anything without uh, really understanding it. It seems like that's the best way you go ahead and get on a good starting point where you both agree what you're you're doing and then yeah. you come here and we, we reassure it to you again, mm -hmm. right? Well, you absolutely. Know, I think, uh, well, I think, I know that was recognized to you last year, wasn't it? Didn't you win an award last year, 2020, or was it this year? Right? Uh, yeah, last, last February, year. February of 2020, yeah. right before yeah. the, uh, the pandemic hit, I was awarded the ATA's uh, Recruiting Professional of the Year Award. That's good. Congrats. So, I know I didn't get you. to say that for you last year. I know a year late, but that's a big thing. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah. You know, I mean, how, I mean, do you get nominated or is it just from what they hear out there? I mean, how, do, how would someone know out there in the ATA about you? I mean, how do they know what you're doing and what you're applying here? How would they hear this? Uh, through mouth or is it just. Well, it's through reputation, obviously. Okay. Uh, I am involved in the industry, in the ATA, in the TCA, in the CVTA, et cetera, Wisconsin Motor Carriers. But, uh, yeah, I was I was nominated by someone outside of rail transport. Okay. And, um, Maybe I should just ask that. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's cool. That's, it's, it's, is that your biggest achievement so far to date for your position? Uh, I, it's, a, it's a nice recognition. My job is to make the recruiter's job easy. And uh, that's that's what I do all day. When people say, what do you do all day? I knock down roadblocks. You know, I help recruiters hire drivers. I help hmm. drivers find solutions that work for them, for home time, for earnings, et cetera. What's some of the things that can get you qualified or disqualified? Like if a person's out there listening to this and they wanna, they wanna come to work with us? Yeah, um, you know, we, we look at the whole individual. Um, a lot of carriers have criteria. You got so many jobs in a year, so many jobs in three, moving violations, um, citations, violations, accidents, et cetera, PSP points, um, no discharges, et cetera, no pattern of unsafe driving. We have all that, and as you guys know, rail being a four-time ATA President's Award winner, we do not skimp on safety. No, you don't. You know, we do not. I mean, safety is our cornerstone value, and everything we do revolves around safety. But we look at each individual. Um, here's a for instance. Uh, we've seen some experienced drivers with the pandemic that, uh, you know, home time is really important to them. And they'll, they'll, they had a great career as maybe a long-haul over-the-road driver, wanted to get home a little bit more tried a carrier that, that maybe promised that they get home more often and they didn't see it or they didn't see the earnings, and now they bounced around between two or three carriers. Normally, in the past, we hadn't looked at, at someone like that because they didn't show any commitment to staying. Okay. But, you know, we take that into consideration. These last couple of years have been challenging at best. So, you know, even folks for our GYCDL program, by gosh, the, the COVID turned turned our economy upside down. Right. A lot of folks, especially in the service industry, found themselves without a job. Right. You know, hotel, restaurant, 
We've the whole bit. We, we thrived. Yeah. I think, I, yeah, we did really well as a company. Right. Yeah, we did really well. We've seen um, a lot. I know yeah. me and Roman were still instructing then and at the beginning of it. And, man, you've seen people from airline pilots to Wendy's employees. You look, know, at, it was, look at today. We had a, a, yeah. a young woman driver. She was going to be a surgeon. Yeah. You know, and it just, things happened, you know. Mm-hmm. It's, and, and good for her. She, she likes what she's doing, you know. Good for her. Um, that was today. You know, we got to talk to her a little bit, but, uh, uh, so Tim, like, you know, let's, let's talk on GYCDL side. Sure. I call you or I call your department. I call rails recruiting mm-hmm. by the time I call or I get the information. How fast do you guys work to get that person to one of our terminals or training terminals? I mean, what's like, what, what could feasibly, how, how quick could that happen? So our get your CDL recruiting process is much different than our experienced driver recruiting okay. process. We invest a lot of time and money in the folks that we put through our GYCDL program. It's it's a, a very structured training program. Obviously, it takes several weeks with phase one and phase two to get that driver productive and in their own truck. So uh, we, we slow that process down. We want to make sure that a career as a professional driver is something that they are really well suited for, that they have the, the family support network that they need okay. to support them. So. Typically, our get your CDL recruiting process is somewhere in that four-week range from start to finish, whereas an experienced driver uh, that's looking to make a change, they're in another carrier, things aren't working out, they need to make money, they want to get going, literally, we can have that driver approved in an orientation within 24 to 48 hours. Wow. Wow, that's pretty cool. Wow. Yeah. I never would have guessed that. I thought maybe a week or two. I don't know. Oh, the average is probably okay. a week or two. Okay. But, uh, yeah, we we had a driver today called us. Uh, he was at his carrier's office over in Minneapolis and said, uh, things are not working out. I'm looking to make a change. I've always uh, liked what Rail had to offer. Any chance uh, I could start orientation tomorrow? And he'll be in orientation tomorrow. Wow. So. Wow. But he made it easy for us because he's had one driving job in the last three years. So oh, that, that yeah, makes it real simple. easy. That's simple. Right. So, Tim, with the uh, pandemic going on, what's some of the changes that have happened to this company? You know, uh, one of the big things for us is uh, we had drivers with the pandemic. Kind of, if you go back to 9 11, okay. um, when 9 11 happened, the industry transformed. Before 9-11, you call, if you were a truck driver and you called a carrier, the typical offering was you're going to be out three weeks at a time. You're going to earn a day off for every week that you're out. And that was pretty standard across the board. 9-11 happened, and all of a sudden, other things became more important. Family became more important. Drivers wanted to be home more. Okay. So you started seeing carriers shorten that time out, and they offered more home time as a result. Look at rail transport. I mean, rail went to the, uh, um, you know, the the your choice where they the drivers could choose what they wanted to do and when they wanted to be home. That you, you could work a, a standard over the road, 11 to 14 days out. You could do seven on, seven off. You could go to seven four, seven three. Then we started coming out with uh, the, the regional uh, home weekly routes that we have. Then COVID hit, and we had drivers that said, you know, Home Weekly is great, but I want to be closer to my family. I don't want to run all over the country with this pandemic. I don't want to be 1,500 miles away from home and, and come down with this thing. What, what happens to me? But how could we adjust that quickly? 
I mean, we have our established customers, routes, whatever you want to call them. Right. How could we adjust that quick? Yep. So what, what we had to do is we sat down with our ops team and said, what do we do? How do we, how do we take the freight that we have and make this fit for drivers? Right. And so we set up a lot of relays. We looked at power lanes okay. where we could run drivers out and back. I'll, I'll use um, Minneapolis to Chicago as, as an example. Okay. We have a lot of freight that moves bet between the Twin Cities and the Chicagoland area. All right. It's more miles than a driver can do in a day and get home every day, but they can get home every other day. So okay. we started there. Um, likewise, there's Chicago to Atlanta, um, things of that nature. And then we started looking at uh, Midwest Regional and our Dairyland fleets, where we have the freight volume, we have a terminal network close by that we could get drivers on that freight, get them to a yard, drop the load, grab another load, and still be home every day. So we've been continuously building those up. Major metro areas. Uh, we found a lot of freight within the metro areas. We could have our road drivers run that freight in and drop it at our drop yards. We could have local drivers deliver it, make pickups, get preloaded trailers back to that drop yard to keep drivers moving. So now we've got We've got literally hundreds of drivers that are home every day at rail transport. And, and it still also allows for uh, the guys who want to go long runs. You Absolutely. Know, you still have that as well. We you do, know, we do. We, st we still have the long haul as well. So I was talking to a few people, um, teams. We don't normally cater to that. Is there, no. do you know why? I was just curious, you know. Yeah, most of our freight is a shorter length of haul than, okay. it, than works for a team because we don't really run coast to coast. Okay. Um, it's, it's not a good fit. Now, that said, we do have some teams here. Right. Uh, some husband and wife teams that, that maybe don't want to run as a full team at some of these bigger companies that expect those trucks to go 1,000 miles a day. Right. We have some, some folks that, they're more of a super single. Okay. Give us those six, seven hundred mile runs. Mm -hmm. That's perfect. Okay. They each can drive 300, 400 miles a day, and, and they're happy with that. I've been, we've seen that a lot lately. Uh, husband, uh, wives coming through here, husbands coming through here, and then shortly after that, the other one will come through here. And you know they're planning on running a team or something. Mm -hmm. They don't want to run yeah, your typical, just... like you said, 1,000 mile overnight, but six, seven hundred's fine. Right, right. And, you know, we don't have a, a lot of that freight either. Our average length of haul is under 500 miles at rail so you know that's that's right. something a solo driver can do every day so hey enough about you at work business tim let's talk about fun tim all right all right i i heard there's a rumor that you're actually pretty fun to be around really yeah i did i heard that uh, you know i do like to uh i do like to have fun outside <laughs> of work um well uh as soon as i'm done here with you guys today I got to go change my clothes, and I'm heading over to the curling club for some curling. Curling, tonight. oh yeah. my gosh! Um, who does that? Uh, Terry. Terry. Terry Nelson. Terry yeah. does. Yes. Yeah. So uh, I, I actually went out and watched him. Not last year. I think it was the winter before. Right? You didn't. You didn't do it last year, right? But no, the, it was closed due right. to COVID. Right. So it was a year yeah. before. Yeah. So right. Terry did that. Uh, yeah, he's a, he's a, is, that, is that all you do? Come on, you got to be. You look oh, like no. you're pretty active. No, 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 no. I'm very, I'm very active. That's just what's going on right now. But uh, yeah, if it involves the outdoors, I'm I'm usually there. So it could be as simple as sitting around the campfire every night uh, in the backyard. To uh, I've got a cabin up north on a lake that I like to spend time at. Um, 
dilly dally with some gardening and and uh, but you're not hunting. from this area, right? Originally, uh, I've lived or here long enough. I probably should be, but no, I I did not grow up in Wisconsin. How do you like it? You like it here better yeah. than your home area? Uh, I do. Yeah, yeah, I do. I like the uh, I like the all the outdoors adventures that that we have here in Wisconsin. Hunting seasons here. It is. Are you hunt? Are you a hunter? I am. You're gonna go deer hunting. All right. Yeah. Okay. Good for you. Good luck. Yep. Thank you. Good luck thank on you. that one. This week is the first week of rifle season, isn't it? Yeah. It starts Saturday. on Saturday. Yeah. So yeah this Saturday. Yeah, it's very yeah. short here. I noticed down where I grew up, it was like. God, I'm like three months. It was forever. Yeah. Was it where you originally right? from, Tim? I grew up in northeast Iowa, so not too far away. Yeah, not okay. Far. Yeah. Yeah. Northeast. Was but, that different, the, the hunting season there versus here? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, in Iowa, I grew up pheasant hunting, okay. and that, that was what I did. Right. We did deer hunt, but uh, you were lucky to see deer back when I was a, a kid. Now they're, right. they're everywhere. So um, what, Iowa? What what made you get into heavy haul or heavy trucks? What what what, what sparked your interest as a kid? How did I get into trucking? Yeah, I got into trucking when I was still in high school. Um, I worked for a very small manufacturer, and uh, I was the shipping clerk. I was the guy that wow. that packed everything up, and I dealt with the truck drivers, and and uh, really enjoyed it. So, when it was time to uh, head off to college, I went. Uh, to a university that offered a business degree in logistics. Where'd you go to college, may I ask? Iowa State University. Iowa State, that's a cyclone, right? That is yeah. a cyclone. All right. That's right. Yeah, Ames? they have a, Ames, Iowa, yeah, they have a see? great logistics program. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's the mud dogs. <laughs> the mud dogs. The mud dogs. Mud dogs. That must that's be so, where you're from. That's Southwest uh, Louisiana State there University, right? Yeah, yeah. Bobby yeah. Boucher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's neat. Uh, and then uh, you just kind of just, yeah. here you are. Yeah, here I am. I uh, yeah, my first job out of uh, out of college. I uh, actually worked on a freight dock, loading and unloading trailers. I was a teamster for a whole whopping two weeks. Where's Jimmy? Paid my union dues. Well, <laughs> we all know, but we're not supposed to say. So. But uh, yeah, my first first day on the job. It was uh, it was late December um in denver colorado and my first night it was 18 degrees below zero and of oh course boy. they don't heat freight docks wow. so you Bit kept moving to stay warm. cold did you see yourself being where you're at right now when you started what, what never, did you what did you think you would do uh well you know, i i thought i was going to be on the operation side and on the less than mm -hmm. truckload side uh, and i was in less than truckload for about uh five years of my career before i jumped over to truckload and the nice thing uh, between truckload and LTL uh -huh. is when an LTL truck's late, you got to call a thousand customers right. and tell them that their their shipment's late. <laughs> when you say LTL, what does that mean? Less than truckload. Truck okay, gotcha. Yeah, yep. So uh, yeah, I jumped uh, jumped to the truckload side and and uh, started with a very very small carrier in uh, in Iowa and uh, ended up like I said at a very large carrier for I was with them for about seven years before. Uh, you know, moving, I moved all over the country with them and then uh, hmm. kind of came back to the upper Midwest, uh, landed in the Twin Cities for a little bit, came over to, to Wisconsin, and, and uh, geez, I've been in Wisconsin now since 2004. So oh boy, coming up on time. 20 years here. Okay. Well, yeah. I thought it was less than that. No, I don't have the accent yet, so I haven't been here long enough. Not like him? <laughs> <laughs> we still don't know what he says half the time. Well, that'll be all right. <laughs> I can understand him better than really? you, you and your Wisconsin accent. That's yeah. true. 
Really? <laughs> I, I love telling when people ask, where, Mike, where are you from? I said, I'm from uh, Marshville. And they go, really? And I go, yeah, I'm from the south side of Marshville, way south of Marshville. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Oh, my gosh. That's pretty good. So what attracted you to rail when you came yeah, in? Did, you, did they recruit you or did you come to? They, they uh, actually recruited me. I was with uh, another very large carrier here in the state, and uh, they, uh, yeah, we'd been in touch for a number of years. I, I knew the rail folks. Uh, almost came to work for rail back around 2007, but I went a different direction, went with a, a large refrigerated carrier and spent 10 years there, and then... Uh, well, lo and behold, one day my phone rang and it was someone from rail and wanted to reconnect. So hmm. here I am. I had, I had heard about them forever. And I, I kept saying I'd never work for a big company. And uh, I, I still don't really see us as a big company. I don't either. Yeah. It, yeah. It does it. But from an outsider's point of view, when you when you talk to them, I said, no, I don't want to work for a big company. And then once you get up here, it's not really anything like that at all. Right. Yeah. Everybody knows you by your name. Right. And that's big that's, with me. You know, that's something that that uh, I, I started with early in my career. I, I was very fortunate when I got into the truckload side and was running a small terminal and dispatching trucks. I had a, a very senior driver took me aside and he said, listen, you're half my age. Mm -hmm. I will do what you say. I, I, I trust that you have my best interest at heart, he says, but I'm going to give you a word of advice right now, son, and I'll, I'll never forget that. He said, I don't care how bad it is. He said, you always tell me the truth. Don't you ever lie to me. He says, if I ever catch you lying to me, he says, our relationship is done. He says, but if you tell me the truth, a load's delayed or whatnot, he says, I'm going to be upset with you. I'll tell you that right now, especially if I'm heading home. But I'm going to respect you for telling me the truth. And, boy, that has guided me through my career. That's, that's what I always told any, any fleet managers, dispatchers, depending on what you wanted to call them. Just yeah. always tell me the truth. Yes. I, I won't like it, probably, most yeah. likely, but just be honest with you. Yes, me. yeah. Too many folks try to sugarcoat things, I, and that just glad. makes it worse. I'm kind of glad. I know they kind of went to the, instead of dispatcher, it was always dispatch one. you calling your dispatcher. Yeah. And, and the joke was, you know how to tell a dispatcher is lying. Their lips were moving. Yeah. Right? right? So I know right, we're right. going to fleet managers now, and that kind of gets that stigma away from it. But <laughs> right. I, I, I never really run into that over here. I, no, I did, you they don't. They were pretty straight up with you. What they told you was what it was. Yeah, right. It's it's like you're almost ex expecting yeah. the the BS to come out, right? And it never does. And well, especially you're like, you're the left with what what, well, what you know, because yeah. you're like kind of floored that you get the honesty. And and, and that's the big surprise yeah. about rail that a lot of drivers find is number one, our recruiters put what they say in writing. Right. You just don't see that very often at other right. companies. Right. When you ask for it in writing, they're like. What? Shy? What? what? No, no, I don't do that. Um, but then for a driver to come in here and see that we live our values and we get to know them by their name right. and not a, a truck number or a driver code or whatnot, everybody knows who everybody is. Yeah, that's what I was, that's gonna, cool. I was thinking about because, in, you know, it's, I'm going on, uh, what am I, three, three and a half years now, three years, I don't know, something like that. It, the amount of people that I've already interacted with, and it's like, I already, you know, I've, like I've known them for, 10 years, 15 yeah. years, 20 years. You really years. get like a family Yeah, you, yeah, you, I mean, yeah. yeah, we have our, well, it's a family. you know, disagreements yeah. so here and there, you know. Right. You know, we have our times where we kind of mad at each other, right. but uh, we get over those, you know, and we work through it. That's yeah. that's that's what's nice so, about it. Roman, I got I got a question for you. I mean, how, how long have you had a CDL and been driving? Oh, boy, uh, 20... 
three years. Yeah. So you probably dealt with a lot of recruiters too over your over your well, career. How long have you been at rail? Oh, three years. Yeah. yeah. See, not very long. So yeah. I never drove for rail. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But the reason I ask that is I, I think you have had some predisposed um, ideas of, of recruiters and stuff. Because I know the first day I met oh, you. Oh, it wasn't I, a good one. Uh, uh, and, you know, uh, <laughs> you didn't know who I was, and I, I shook your hand, and I told you that I was, uh, you know, the head of recruiting, and the first thing that Roman does is he goes for the hand sanitizer. <laughs> yeah, without, that was... I I knew you were gonna bring this up. One of you two was gonna bring yeah. that up, but that was a yeah. that was a weird day. Yeah, I know that we had an yeah. issue with someone. Yep, okay? correct. And it was a he said she said moment. Yep. And uh, obviously, you know, I was proven that I did not <laughs> say that. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but no, that was our. I remember that was our kind of our. I think I've seen you before that, but we but never, you didn't know who I was. Yeah, I, didn't know. I, yeah. I knew. I think I knew who you were. Just that we never talked. Right. Oh, that's it's right. it's you know it's kind of, oh that's just Tim. Oh yeah. yeah. You know whatever. Yeah. But then um, yeah, that was kind of a th- that morning when it happened when I was doing experience orientation. You do not know how I felt for those three four hours before someone else came and we, we had to go have that talk. You remember that time? Oh, you knew it was coming? I knew it was coming, but I didn't know when it was coming. So yeah. I was just, oh, crap, here we go, you know? So, but no, but then, <laughs> and then I think a couple weeks later, you walked into the room, if you, at someone's house, remember, and the room went yeah. quiet. <laughs> you yeah, know, what does he do? Right. He comes right here. I came right up to yeah. you. Yeah. How you doing, Robin? <laughs> I'm fine. Yeah. You know? so, I remember that. That's that's cool. But no, that was. But that's. And it's not just me and you. I mean, that happens. All right. A lot. And yep. and it's you know it's what what are you talking about? Now we're laughing about it, but we weren't laughing that day. And, and that's right. a good thing. This was over a yeah. matter of. Uh, Someone said that you would get this. I'm assuming, and they, and it was that was could, yep right. Was, I was, was promised this, and it was easy from w- when you go by the checklist and you check off. Well, we told you we'd do this, this, and this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You signed it. It's as easy yeah. as that. Yeah. Yes. And then you know Roman promising the stars and the moon and That's new trucks and everything else. <laughs> That's like, the way no, I didn't. I, didn't pro- I said. I didn't say that. Yeah. I said, that person will promise you the star in the moon. So I'm just the messenger. No, um, no, that was that was. Uh, it was well, an you, interesting you got day. that from from that was the way recruiting was yeah. for other you for know, other carriers. For Absolutely, other carriers. it was. Yeah, they because they're the recruiter's them. only job was to get, to get a body you. in the door. Right. That's their only responsibility. Whereas right. our recruiters here at Rail are to get qualified drivers mm-hmm. in the door and to keep those drivers right. because there's incentive for those recruiters to to accurately sell the job to the driver what what they can expect and retain the driver so, so. that's my next question i was yeah. going to ask you tim yep. you're you're heavily involved in the recruiting but retention absolutely I starts mean, with our we recruiters. don't i mean when i hear your name i don't really don't take this wrong i never hear of retention with you i hear more recruiting with you you're more associated with that from what i work with so do you know who's responsible for retention at rail transport That'd be no everybody Everybody. Okay, if you go that way, I get Absolutely. Okay. There's no one person in charge of retention. <laughs> Everybody here is responsible well, for that's our taking care of our drivers. Right. Absolutely. Right. But I, I'm just saying, you know, yep. do we have, before our wig, did we have 
retention. You know. Oh, like, absolutely. Like, like, what is we? Yeah. Wildly, wildly important goal. goal. You should know that. Well, I'm just you know. Of course, yeah. I knew what it was. Well, <laughs> Michael and I are both follically challenged, so a wig might mean something else for us. So, a good question for you, Tim. Yeah, don't. What do we have? For the, the, the drivers that's going to hear this, they're working for another company or mm-hmm. they're thinking about getting us. What do we have for the experienced driver out there to get them to come here? Other than we work for a great company. Or what even if, think about coming yeah, here. Yeah, what, what is, do oh. we have these, I've seen these god-awful sign-on bonuses and, and this and that. What do we have to offer them? So it, it's funny that you brought up the sign-on bonuses because that is one thing. Sign-on bonuses attract attract a certain a certain group of drivers, right. but most drivers look at sign-on bonuses and say to themselves, what's wrong with that company right. that they have to do this, right? And there's usually so many hoops. It sounds great, but then there's so many hoops that driver has to right. jump through to earn that sign-on bonus. Um, so we don't do sign-on bonuses here. We do something a little bit better. We call it sign-on pay, and it's something they get for their first year on every mile that they drive, and it's paid on every paycheck. But to, back to your original question, you know, why come to rail transport? You know, driving a truck is driving a truck. It doesn't matter whether it's a red truck, a blue truck, a green truck, or who you're driving for. You're, you're picking up and you're delivering freight. The big difference is the support network that you get from taking care of equipment mm-hmm. and, and uh, making sure that drivers have good sound equipment that they can rely on to get them from point A to point B. You know, it, it's fun to share with people that rail measures downtime with our trucks in in literally minutes, hours, right. I mean, versus other carriers. And I worked for some of those carriers that measured downtime in days and they had to pay, you know, layover pay because trucks were down a lot. We don't do that here. I mean, f- our, our average downtime for a truck is, is under three hours. That's that's unheard of. And you think three hours, that's everything from routine maintenance to, to um, you know, major engine uh, replacement, something like that. You know, it all factors in. Obviously, an engine replacement doesn't right. happen in three hours. It takes days. But in the grand scheme of things, we're talking hours. The other thing that I tell drivers to look at rail, and, you know, we're a private family-owned company. Everett Rail started the business. His son, Rick, drove here, was an owner-operator here. He knows the driver lifestyle. So everything that Rick does, he does to make the driver's jobs better. And that that really shows in how we do things here. And, uh, you know, Everett started with one truck. He was a driver as well. The one thing that, that's really cool here is our profit sharing. Oh gosh, yeah. Most companies don't yeah. share the profits with their employees. Maybe a select group of the, the senior leaders, but not everybody. Right. Everybody within the organization gets profit sharing. That's crazy. And we've paid profit sharing every year that we've had it, over 30 years. 30 years. Last year was the highest on record. Yes. If I remember right. Yes, yeah, correct. Yeah, that was, that was and, and I think projections are pretty close this looking year. looking yeah. good this looking year. Very good. Yep. Yeah. Looking, so, we're, uh, we're in the home stretch. Put it that way. I, I like that. Just a few weeks left. So yeah. yeah. So Tim, other than just the the great pay that they get, uh, what's some of the other things that they could do to help uh, increase their pay? Yeah, how can their bottom su- line. Yeah. How can they supplement? Yeah. Sure. You know, I I, I always I've, I've used this for a long time. If you really want to find out what a company's all about, don't talk to their recruiters. Talk to their drivers. Mm-hmm. It, because our drivers are the best recruiters that we have. 
And to that end, we have an excellent referral program that uh, allows our drivers to be compensated if they refer someone to rail and we end up hiring that driver. And it's pretty significant money too. It's $1,500 for an experienced driver and um, it's uh, $500 for a student driver and it's a couple hundred dollars for a GYCDL. But on the experienced driver side, you know, that's three, three installments of $500 each. And we have drivers that, if you refer just one driver per month, you think about that, times 12 months, that's $18,000. What's the frequency on the installment? Uh, so the first one is, it, it's, it's based on miles, but basically it's uh, 90 days, 180 days, wow. and... And a, a year, so every ninety days, they're they're getting a they're getting a, a bonus. So the possibility of eighteen grand, yeah, one person a month. I mean, every ninety, every ninety, 90 days. Oh my gosh, it's yeah. just like, what do I do with it? Yeah, <laughs> most people can figure that out, Roman. Well, I, I can help you. I can give you some career guidance. Hey, speaking there. of money, do you have a couple, about six grand sitting around? I don't. Yeah, I'm sorry, <laughs> so. he is. Uh, he has spotted the the Trans Am, the seventy eight, the smoking the Bandit yeah. Trans Am. Really? Yeah. I'm not telling you where, but if you give me the money, I'll let you see it. You'll oh, <laughs> you'll let me see it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no, I'm I'm big into that, and uh, yeah. um, uh, conundrum on that that I have is, do I want to spend that money and then spend the next five ten years? Not restoring it to me, but you know, making it beautiful. Right, or, right, right. What do you well, hold mean? on, hold on, hold That's on. Not at all what you I, meant. You be quiet. Yes. All right. We had this discussion. Or do I want to buy one that's fully restored? Well, not fully restored, but you know, there and spend the money with that and then enjoy it now. What do I? I, I don't know what I want to do, but I have the opportunity. I was given permission to go ahead and get this vehicle when I find one. So. You know? What he meant to say was he wanted to determine whether the sixty five hundred and then the final cost for the divorce. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, which uh, and, doesn't and that's make what sense. I wanted to say, uh, but I think knowing Roman that this would occupy all of his free time, <laughs> it might be worth it. That's why she told him. Yeah, that's no, true. No, to get him out of the house. No, I just uh, well, she's going to want him out of the house here after a while. So could I could I refer someone and get that? Absolutely. The referral program applies anybody. to any rail employee other than anyone in the recruiting so department. I think I'm going to have to do one a month. So Yeah, and then you can pay for your car. I'm going to have to get that. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, so. thanks for nothing. Hey. See, I thought you could help me here, and then I could, you know, take all my free time and. I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll give you all the cash that I have in my pocket right now. Can I go choose the pocket? But well, dollar forty-seven is not going to get you very far. <laughs> well, six thousand four hundred. I, mean, I can't even do math. <laughs> Ninety-eight dollars and uh, fifty-three cents. That's something I'd have to come up with. Then no, no, that's um. That's just something that I was on my mind all day today. Well, and it's easy up. to refer somebody. You can use the MyRail app. It's right there on the MyRail app, driver referral. Um, and how do they do that? Do you just plus something in their name? Yeah. Put, put the person. They can share a link, and it puts their information in the link for that driver. Once they submit their, their application or lead form, it records who the referring driver was. So if we hire that person, payments happen automatically. Perfect. So it's very nice. 
and we want to make it as easy as possible because it's important that we have that information because when they complete their application, it asks them, were you referred by someone? Mm -hmm. And if it was just a casual conversation, but they remember that it was Michael and they put your name down, we can typically figure it out, but with the MyRail app, it happens automatically. Oh, right. I don't and want them to put Michael down. So anybody listening to this, put my name down so I can get my my Pontiac, all right, quicker. <laughs> Remember that, Roman. That's all you got to say. I'm the only Roman probably here, so that's that's good. Easy Thank to God. find. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what's your plans? Um, Tim, I mean, do you want to stay what you're doing here? Do you want to move up higher in the company? I mean, what's I your, am, what's your I am, right uh, now? you know what? I love this organization. Uh, I'm going to be here. I'm a lifer. I'm going to finish out my career here at Rail. Awesome. And uh, I can't think of doing anything other than uh, leading the recruiting team. It's uh, it's a great experience. It's in my blood. I love it. Helping folks uh, and their rewarding careers in, in trucking. Are you going to stay around here when you retire? Are you going to maybe go back home or? Iowa. You know, my my family is here now. Good. So, yeah. Good. Sports teams. You're from Iowa. Yes. Okay. Who do you like? Let's say baseball. It's got to be the Cubs if you're from Iowa. Uh, Brewers. Brewers. Why? Yeah. I was from Northeast Iowa. Milwaukee and uh, Chicago were so. equidistant. Okay, Green so. Bay Packers. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, Obviously, my Iowa State Cyclone. I'm a college football fanatic. Okay. So, you know, pro football's okay. But college football is phenomenal. On a, on a Saturday, you're going to find me you watching college football. See, I'm opposite. I'm NFL. I don't really yeah. watch too much college. Yeah. Unless it's the Bulls and, you know, end of the year in January. That's pretty much the only time I watch them. Yeah. I'm not big that's into that. That's the way that. it was where I grew up. Yeah. Not NFL. It was college. College. Yeah. yeah. I'm Auburn. guessing you were an SEC guy. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Auburn, War Eagle. Auburn and right. the Dogs. <laughs> oh wow! That was it. Would that be Georgia Bulldogs? Georgia that would Bulldogs, be the Georgia, of course. Georgia Bulldogs. All right, I'm not yeah. too NCAA uh, literate. That's so. down yeah. south. There's nothing in the world better than a tailgate party right before a game. That's fantastic. Oh, well, anywhere doesn't yep. matter where you're at. Yep, yeah, tailgates are better. great. It's a little chilly up here this time of the year for the tailgate, <laughs> so, but so we make it work. Yeah. So do you? Uh, like four-wheeling and all that kind of stuff? I, 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 I do. I have an ATV. Um, I don't use it uh, near like most people do. It's more of a utility ATV. You have a UTV? I do not have a UTV. You don't have one yet? You got to get one. We can go riding together and become best friends. Really? Yeah. You know, I, don't get me wrong. I like to do that kind of stuff, but I would do it alone because uh, my wife would not be on those dusty trails. Well, she don't have to be there. Just so. be me and you. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, that's kind of odd too. So. Well, you know, you and you your know. vehicle, whatever. <laughs> we'll tackle that when it when it happens. Sure. But, uh, sure. Well, you'd have a lot of fun. Uh, you remember Bob Wartko? I do remember yeah. Bob Wartko. Yeah, he got me into that last year. Yeah. And uh, unfortunately, well. Fortunately, I went and got one, so I, I, I love it. They aren't cheap, are they? Well, yes and no. You, ha I mean, I got a smoking deal on mine, yeah. you know, used one. But, yeah, um, yeah so they're, they're the, getting expensive. The next time he claims he makes no money, mm -hmm. he's lying. No. You remember this. I mean, air yeah, well, he's he got I don't a UTV, lie. he's <laughs> buying a Pontiac Trans Am. <laughs> Wait a minute. Mint. Pontiac. No, not a, yeah. no, you saw it. When he said 65, he was saying 65,000. Yeah, whatever, whatever, yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. All restored. Tim, um, if, if a person is thinking about coming to work over here, or, you know, whatever, if they want to find out a little bit more information, how would they go about doing this? It, it, we're easy, easy to reach. Uh, our recruiting line is 715 591 
7050, and that applies to my, my current teammates on Team Rail. Uh, if, if you don't drive for rail but you like what you heard today and you want to learn more, please give us a call. Our recruiters uh, will be happy to answer your questions. Um, and if, if you are a, a member of Team Rail already and you're ever in Marshfield and you want to talk, give me a shout. I'm always available. I'm always at my desk. Ask my people. I never leave. They don't like it. So. <laughs> That's how we had to get you down here. We were paid to get you out yeah. of that office. Oh, they were thrilled to yeah. have me <laughs> away from my desk for an hour. Yeah. You know, I got to. Rem- I remember this. Uh, not too long ago, we did uh, Ellen Boya. Yeah. Remember, you know, so yeah, of course, you know, you know what the best thing was, Mike, was when I stood up like this and I just kind of go like this to Tim and And where was he, where was he three seconds later came right there. So I have that power over him. Remember that. Uh, I, I believe you were recording with Ellen, like right down from my desk, and <laughs> I had a direct. I, and I made sure that you were there so I could keep an eye on you, Roman. Let's not forget why, why you were there. So. Well, you know, yeah. our it was the world-renowned Keeping It Real podcast. Why wouldn't he jump to attention? I know. That's right. I know. It's That's uh, right. Global. You guys yeah. are doing a great we're job. You're doing great things. <laughs> our head's not getting through the door for sure. <laughs> Um, uh, one last thing, Tim. I heard that uh, you're, you're you're big into you're a big you like to cook. Absolutely. What's your what's your specialty? Yep. Well, let's see. Last night I made uh, my wife and I made carne adobada and Mexican uh, I, rice. I know. I have no clue what you just yeah, what, said. What you carne adobada. So it's uh, it's pork. It's usually a pork butt, and you ch- chunk it up into cubes, and you uh, mm. put it. Put it in a pot with uh, with uh, a dried chili sauce. Uh, you make a red red sauce and goes over the top, and it cooks until low and slow until it just falls apart. Wow! And you serve it in fresh tortillas with some Mexican rice on the side. I guess I'm gonna have to be nicer. Yeah, good stuff. Or, or I'm uh, smoking something on my smoker. So I got into that uh, a couple years ago. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, I had a pellet grill, so it's. Kind of both. That's cheating. Why is that cheating? Uh, I'm sorry, Pell, you set it and forget it. I do. I am tr- a traditionalist. I have an offset wood smoker, okay. so I have to feed it every thirty to forty-five minutes. I got to put another stick of hickory or oak on there. Yeah, but I have so. to monitor it. I can't just forget about it. He looks at his it. phone. He I mean, looks at his yeah. phone. Right. No, no, I have no, to go no, out I and I, I don't have no app for that stuff. Yeah. No, I I am. And, and I got to go you see. You should it. hear him. The meat is the perfect temperature. I can look at the phone. <laughs> I can see. <laughs> yeah, you know how I, I tell if this. my meat's done. I I touch it and I can right. feel it. Yeah. Mm. Like I said, I'm I'm a traditionalist, Roman. You get some uh, some knee repair coming up yeah, here real soon. Yeah, I got that. Been there, done that myself. You did it. I have had both of them done, so okay. not not replacement. I just had I just had scopes, so okay. My knees are good for okay. another five years. Because I, I had have have... I had this one scoped two years ago, six years ago, and it just nothing nothing ever worked, and uh, so they decided uh, there was two options. The first one I don't remember the. I think it's called an HTO, uh, high tibia osteotomy or osteotomy, whatever. I, I, I don't know the name, but it's where they basically break your tibia in pieces and put it back together. You know, uh, I didn't want that because he said that was a, like a six-month. Yeah, no thanks. Yeah, and it's brutal, he said. It's yeah. very painful. And then they, and the knee replacement. Appealing. Just do the knee replacement. Well, yeah, walking and, around that same day. And he, Yeah, it's what he said. He said, um, but they were skeptical because I am 50. And they don't like doing it to that that young of a person because of the 
the life of the knee. So that's what I was told. So, yeah, um, right. But I am kind of a little worried, you know, new new thing for me. So, you know, hopefully everything works. Because, you know, obviously anything can go wrong. So but that's coming up in a couple weeks, uh, December 7th. Yeah, so I'll be out for maybe two, three months. Maybe. You'd be surprised. I hope so. I, I hope know somebody sooner. that had both knees I done at the same day. Yeah, I and, hope it's sooner, yeah. you know. Yeah. You know, I got to go by what the doc says, right? That's right. So, um, anyways, right. enough about me. We're here about Tim, you know. So, yeah. but anyways, um, also guys, uh, you can you can get a hold of us at uh, podcast at rail net. Podcast at rail net. You can get a hold, ask questions, um, how to get here, who to contact. You can just ask questions to me and Mike or any. Uh, any uh, guests that we've had on here, we can get that question to them and get it, get you that answer that you're looking for. Okay, we will get back to you on that. Well, Tim, it was a pleasure having you and come back anytime. Well, great. he says anytime is when we ask you to. Yeah, yeah not, not right. Anytime. Great being here. But, you know, now that I've been to the podcast studio mm-hmm. in person and I now know the secret location. Yes. And I know that you record these on Mondays. I may show up unannounced. That's from time that's to cool time. because we, whatever comes out of our mouths will be unannounced. So, that's, that's <laughs> all right. so, so no, that's that's fine. Come on, no, hey, we'll do. Come on, say something. And yeah. when you do, um, we like we like like pork butt with like little wedges all the in it, from now burnt up, you know, treats. burnt yeah. ends, that kind burnt of stuff. Ends, yeah. yeah, bring all that stuff with yeah. you so we could sample it, you know. Sure. Because that would make Tiana Voda very mad that is because she's like the she likes the kale. He likes mm-hmm. pork. I, I go with Tim. We, see, we told Tiana, our wellness coordinator here at Rail, yes. the only way she could come back on is she brought us treats. Yeah. <laughs> so, and they have to be really good treats. Yeah. And she claims they're going to be nutritious, good treats. I don't think that's in the same category, yeah. but. Uh, she'll pull it off. She'll figure <laughs> out something. Yeah, she's a bright she young lady. She will figure she's out absolutely. something. She's yep, a bright absolutely. young lady. So, guys, yeah. uh, along uh, with Mike, uh, Tim, uh, keep it safe out there. The weather's changing. It's getting colder, which means what? Winter's here, especially in the northern part of the country. We already had our first decent snowstorm the other day. Obviously, you know, it, most of it melted. But, guys, slow it down. Stay back. Follow that safe seven. Um, it works. It does. You know, um, it's not a, it's not a, what's the word I'm looking for, Mike? It's not a pitch or a sales. It, it right. does work, you know. Yeah. So, uh, Mike, what do you got for them? Just, you know, just, just do it safe, and, uh, and we'll catch you guys the next time. All right, keep it on the road, guys. See you next time. <laughs>